Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. We are continuing on in uh, Acts chapter 8. I believe we might finish today. It's a few verses ahead of us, but uh, but it's one story that I would like to hit in one sweep, if that's possible. And so, uh, Philip now, uh, let's just sum, summate real quick. He has just... Uh, experienced the greatest revival that we know of to date. And in the midst of all of this, and, and the disciples coming down, the apostles coming down, validating the, the ministry of this waiter with their very presence, um, now it says in verse 26, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury, had come to Jerusalem to worship. Now understand this, this man had great authority because he was under the authority of the queen. This goes back to this fundamental teaching that runs through scripture that we must submit to the authority that God has placed over us in order for us to truly have authority. I won't belabor that, but but understand that that's what's happening here. And uh, and he went to, uh, to to Jerusalem to worship this Ethiopian, and uh, he was returning. And sitting in his chariot, verse 28, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And Philip, uh, And he asked Philip, rather, to come and sit with him. The place in Scripture which he read was, He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation his justice was taken away, and who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. That was verses 32 and 33. Verse 34. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this, of himself or of some other man. See, he's reading with this Old Testament understanding, trying to work it out. So he's not born again. He doesn't know anything about Jesus, but he's reading the book of Isaiah. What a perfect place to begin talking about Jesus. And so he's asking Philip now. And then verse 35 says, Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, and they came near some water, the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Verse 37. Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Notice here, just for a moment, that the um, requirement for salvation is to believe. It is not to believe plus something else. It is not to believe and then to do something else. Even though once you get saved, you will do plenty, it is not a requirement of salvation. Our work is based in the foundation of our, uh, of our salvation and not a requirement of salvation. And so Philip asked him, do you believe? And the man said that he does. And, um, and so uh, the Bible says that verse 38, so he commanded the chariot to stand still and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. And then it says, Now when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. 
So now that closes out chapter 8, but now I want to just go back and walk through this passage very quickly. You know, this story is one that God used to get me over uh, starting a church. Uh, I came from a mega church. Everything was big and beautiful and new and lots of people and all the equipment that you could possibly need to use to the technology, all those things. And I couldn't figure out why God was calling me out of that to start from scratch. And as I prayed and pondered this thing, God took me to this passage and he showed me that in the midst of this great revival, and all of these you know, wonderful people and all these things happening, so much so that, that Philip and, and John, or Peter and John came down and, and worked alongside Philip the waiter. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of that movement and that revival, God calls Philip out to go talk to one man. And the Lord told me, it's not in the masses that matter to me so much, it's that in, in the specific purpose that I have for you at a given time. And so then I understood that it's not the end of the world to start small and to be in a small place and all of that, uh, which we have and we are, and God continues to move in amazing and tremendous ways. So God took me to this story to show me that. So he sends Philip down to talk to one man from Ethiopia, and from all historical background and historical records, it would seem that this particular eunuch is the one carrier of the gospel that ignited a continent. We don't know of anybody that was preaching the gospel in Africa before this man was saved. And so you have no idea what God's doing through your life. It may be that you think, why should I go talk to that guy over there standing around the jack-in-the-box or whatever, however you feel. Why would God ask me to talk to somebody in the grocery store? Why would God want me to go over here and do something that seems so insignificant that it really seems like a waste of time? Well, this man took back the gospel message because, see, it gives us the background on who he was, but there's no indication that, that Philip even knew who he was. Didn't know that he worked for a queen. Didn't know that he was going to have great influence over a nation that would then spread to a continent. There was no background given to Philip. God just said, go. And you know what? Philip went obediently to the call. Had Philip not gone, he still would have been saved. God still would have loved him. But guess what God would have done? He would have moved right down the line and asked somebody else to go find this man in the desert. And that's how it works. So again, it's not our works is not contingent. Our salvation is not contingent on our works. But God's going to ask us to do certain things because we are saved. And and then we see that Philip baptize, you know, explains to him Jesus, baptizes him, and then the Lord catches him away. And, and translates him is, is one way of putting this, and we don't even know what that means. We don't really see this in any other part of the Scripture. But it almost seems like he was a bit of a time traveler there where he just showed up, um, went from one place to another, and the Ethiopian didn't even know where he went. But the whole point is this, is that God has a plan for you and for me. It may seem insignificant, but it's not. Whoever that person is that God has ordained you to speak to is waiting to hear the truth of Jesus Christ. So you can start wherever they are. He, This man happened to be in the book of Isaiah. The people you talk to may have never read the Bible, but one thing's for sure, you can start where they are in their life. Whatever brokenness, whatever trouble, whatever heaviness, whatever, you know, whatever uh, discouragement that they're currently in, 
then you can start there and begin to preach Jesus. Whatever victory, whatever success, whatever uh, increase, whatever abundance that they're in, you could start right there and preach Jesus. So wherever they are, in your world today, there's a message in your mouth, and that message is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And when they hear the truth, God will prick their heart, and they will be moved to believe, just like this man was. And so, friend, that's all of our time today. That concludes chapter number 8. What a great time we're having in the book of Acts so far. And uh, tomorrow morning we'll pick up in chapter number 9 in one of the most engaging stories, I believe, that we're going to find in the book of Acts. So God bless you. Thank you for being with me today. I'll see you right here tomorrow on the podcast.